This podcast is brought to you by LTAsex.com. LTA Sex. Sex positively. Welcome to Behind Closed Doors, the podcast where we talk about sex, relationships, and life completely unedited. I'm your host, Jerome Stewart Nichols, writer, sex and relationship coach, and creator of sexual lifestyle blog, LTAsex.com. If you know me, you know I love talking about sex basically all the time. Uh, Behind Closed Doors is your chance to get a bit more raw and personal with me than ever before. Most often, I'll be talking to my partner and submissive bubby, but you'll hear me musing by myself or sitting in a room with any random person from time to time. Behind Closed Doors definitely isn't your average sex podcast, but it's not about the size. All that matters is how deep and arousing the conversation is. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe and tell your friends about it. You should also consider giving the show a review on iTunes. Make sure to check out LTAsex.com for more from me. You can find more info on Behind Closed Doors at LTAsex.com slash Behind Closed Doors. If you're one of those people using social media, you can also find me, LTAsex, or Behind Closed Doors on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, SoundCloud, uh, all of that shit. Alright, enough of me talking about this bullshit. Let's get to the sex. Oh, okay. We're recording, I guess. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. So, lately, you have been very um, clingy. Mm-hmm. Uncomfortably so. In general, I'm not a person who is exactly... Um, cuddly in the first place it's just but I I, tr- I try to be a little more cuddly with you because you need it um. but you've been like every single day for like the past couple weeks it feels like you have been just rubbing my um like you're just stealing all of my like love energy and then you just keep wanting more and more and more and every time I tell you to stop it feels like you won't yeah. it sort of feels like you're being an emotional leech at this moment Yeah, and I don't like it Yeah, it's really bothering me when you turn on the fan yeah. Um, I understand what you're saying and I see um, where you're coming from Um, I noticed that I have been very clingy to you and part of it is what I said after I got out of my bath today is that you know you are my like safety you know, you've protected me since the, this whole thing happened. And you've been there, and I see you as a very... strong figure in my life. Is strong the word you mean to use? Powerful? 
What's the sentiment? What are you trying to get across to me? You are very dear to me, very important. Okay. Very... Like I have an affinity for you. You know what I mean? And... But that being said, I also had to look at it from a different angle. And that's what I was doing, you know, as we were shopping. And I was thinking to myself, you know, ever since this happened, my mind has been very... Getting used to things again. Okay. You know, it's had to relearn everything again. And... I understand what Bubby is. I understand the importance of it, the role, you know, and I like it. It brings me comfort. And I think two things have been happening. One, I've been, because I do like being Bubby and stuff and being submissive and stuff like that, I think that, like, what I did before with, like, drinking or, you know smoking or you know whatever those vices I think I almost am using that as a vice too because it is kind of my happy place that would explain why you've been so repetitive lately with the I'm a bear all the time yeah it's a thing that makes me feel safe well you're gonna have to feel unsafe sometimes Yes, and that was the other point, was that, you know, having to relearn everything and doing this has put me in a very, almost like a child mindset, you know what I mean? In what way? In a very basic, very, um, simple, very, Trying to think of the word. Can't think of the other word. You keep talking. A very childlike mindset. And I realize, you know, I'm not I'm not a child. I'm a fucking adult. Like you know, and I can't cling to you. You're not my... I'm not your life raft. Basically. I'm not your little arm floaties. Yeah. I might be a lifesaver because I like you licking me, but... (laughs) (laughs) I know. And I realize that now... It's 
it's hard sometimes having to do all this again. And that's not an excuse. But it can be scary and overwhelming. Well, I would imagine so. You lost your memory. And you and still I, don't have it all back. And I had to relearn. I basically had to relearn life in basically a month. Yes. <sighs> I mean, I went from not even knowing what shit was to now I'm back at work. Literally shit. Yes. <laughs> it fell out of me. I was freaking the fuck out. Like, but like the weekends, I don't like working the weekends yet. They stress me out. And, you know, whatever, and I get the stress as part of life. I'm not saying that I'm not going to expect stress, because I do. You need it more time to recover after the seizure and amnesia and hospitalization. And And that's why my family wanted me to go to, like, a a three-day-a-week clinic thing in Livonia, which I was like, no, I don't need that kind of, I don't need that much help. I mean, you sort of do, though. You need, like, help. Like, I, I thought it was weird that you don't have, like, any, like, counseling or assistance. They didn't offer you any. I know. I have my guy I'm going to see at the corner health, though. Have you been going to see him regularly? Mm-hmm. This will be my third week seeing him. Because he missed a week, so. We just couldn't, like... I just call him, basically, and I'm like, hey, when are you free? And, like, we just set something up. It's very, like, nonchalant. Okay. But he's very nice. Like, he does help. But I like being your submissive. I like being your puppy. I like... And I like you being that, too. But I have been very clingy, and I'm... I'm sorry. You know, I... I am, there's a couple of things I'm afraid of. My main fear is me going back to the person I was. I knew that one. Because I don't want that. You ask me a lot um, if I think you're better now or if I think you're going back to what you were before and I'm just like I do not you don't judge it like that I don't judge it like that I don't look at you and think oh he's doing what he's doing before I do see the comparisons when I'm trying to like understand your behavior yeah yeah Um, but I, I don't generally like try to put a lot of pressure on you because of that. Yeah. And that's what I was going to ask you before we started this was, this was the question I thought of, because I noticed that when we get in, like, little tiffs or whatever, or just, like, talking, I understand that some of my actions are repetitory to what happened before. I understand that. And I think maybe why I get a little defensive of that is because of what my family did to me when I was over there for three weeks. But it's 
I feel like, and you kind of just answered that question for me, but like, I feel like, um, I know the actions are similar, but it's like you're comparing me to how I was before when I'm not that person. I'm different. Well, yes. Yes yeah. and no. <laughs> Am I still the same person? Yes. Am I different in a lot of ways? I think so. Yes. And so it kind of, like, I don't want to say hurts my feelings, but, like, that's the only thing I can think of. It hurts your feelings when people do that? When people, when, like, people say that, like, and I've noticed that you, these patterns are, you know, like I said, similar to what happened before. Yep. You're watching out for me, I think. And you're watching out for yourself, obviously. Yes, you know? Trying to prevent you from driving me fucking crazy. Which you... I'm not gonna fuck with you. You have been driving me absolutely fucking insane lately. Because I have been trying so hard to be patient, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I do. I understand that your recent uh, medical issues have been... Incredibly stressful. Like, I know how stressful they were for me, so they had to be incredibly stressful for you. And I can sometimes, admittedly, get to this point where I'm like, I'm living with this person who is remembering all these things and talking to me, and we're living this normal life, and then all of a sudden, you don't remember something, or you're freaking out about something, or you're like clinging onto, like literally latching onto my back, like today when we were in bed. I know. And it's it's just like, ah, oh God, you have been my entire life for basically the past two months, and it's starting to drive me insane. Because you're wanting more from me now, all of a sudden. And I'm like... We have rooms, separate rooms for a reason. We have this big fucking apartment, and you don't want to be anywhere except on top of me in an uncomfortable way. (laughs) And when I tell you, after, you know, a few hours of letting you do that, because I know you like it, that, you know, get the fuck off of me, because I want to... Like, move or be comfortable. Yeah. I always feel like you're... Well, I don't want to say always, but I often feel like you sort of, like, slouch off and go into a corner and then you start behaving oddly and I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, not this again. I know. It's so bothersome. I know. Because then I feel like I can't tell you... I can't tell you no. I... And that's something that I'm going to work on because I, I realize what you're saying because... I do get upset because I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, I'm, but I, I totally get it. You know what I mean? You're running a business. You are, you have all these jobs. You are very busy. Like I get it. And I'm sorry for putting that on you. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm going to watch myself from now on. Are you really? Cause we've talked about this before and you have not made much progress Bef- I will tell you that before we talked a lot before the seizure that is, we talked a lot 
in the beginning of a relationship. And the only thing that ever really worked to change your behavior, like, full on, was you actually, like, truly coming to an understanding about what your behavior is doing. And it tended to come in these, like, short steps where you'd, rem- you'd realize one thing, and you remember, then you'd realize another thing, and then you realize one more thing. And we keep talking, and maybe ten more times. Yeah. And then you'd finally get to the point where, like, okay, this makes sense to me. Da 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 da. Like when we were dealing with the non monogamy thing. Yeah. Non monogamy thing. When we were dealing with our non monogamy, yes, sir, as we are now a non monogamous poly couple. And we have been for a while. Yeah. Like, I. I totally get what you're saying. Like, completely. Um, I. I think that. I think that you're right. I think. You know, and obviously it'd be foolish to say, you know, oh, this, you're, this, you, this didn't happen to you, you know, whatever. Like, that, no, this, this involved you too. Like, it did happen to me a too. A lot. Like, this is your partner that was, like, fucking wandering around at 5 30 in the morning. Yeah. That you found, and he had no idea who you were. Like, yeah. And I honestly felt, in a lot of ways, I felt like you died. Really? Yes. Still? Yes. How so? Explain. Well, this is the yes and no part. Well, you <laughs> are the same person, but you're really not in a lot of ways. That's what my so I'm, I'm, I'm dating you all over again, which means that the person that I was dating for, you know, seven, eight months before, you know, you lost your memory is gone. He's dead. He's off somewhere. You dress differently. You behave differently. Um, the jokes we have are different. The things you like to eat are different. The way I need to take care of you is different. The, the sort of like um, vices we're dealing with are different. So you are, you're like alternate universe. Me. Old me. You're like alternate universe Bubby. Like. You're Babby. I'm no YBBUB. You're, you're Bibby. You're Bibby. 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 Oh, Jesus. Um. Bibby de boo de boo. Take it. Um. And I get that. Like, I. I. 100% agree with you. I mean, I'm not the same person, you know. And I'm glad I'm not the same person. But do you get. I understand how it's affecting you. <laughs> I do. I understand what you're saying. I mean, you... <coughs> we're getting to re-know each other, you know, again. Yeah. But... But I'm still in mourning. Do you miss the old Bubby? No. You are physically still the same person. I'm looking at you. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just the I don't have a support through this. 
You have me to rely on, but who do I have to rely on? I get that. Because it obviously can't be me, because you're, I'm, I'm new. You're, you're what I'm taking care of. I am new. I mean, I do want to be your support, though. And you, you have been very well with your cleaning and your, um, submissive bubbiness, all your little tasks that I give you. Yeah. But. Um, but it's like. I don't have, like, any emotional support. I haven't really been talking to my friends because I've been taking care of you. I've been with you all the time. You don't have any friends. You don't like your family. So it's... It's just me. And I'm usually okay with that. And I I will admit that I'm sort of okay with it. But at the same time... You're okay with it from a dominance role. From a dominance role, yes. But at the same time, I'm just like, fuck. I want to relax. I want to stop having to take care of you all the time. Like, I know... And I'm listening to myself say this, and I'm thinking to myself, like, the, like this does not bode well for, like, what if you get cancer and you're in chemo for nine months? But at the same time, I feel like if you had cancer, it might be better for me, actually. Because then people would be like, oh, this is a problem, and we should support him through this, and we should bring him food and, like, make sure that he's okay and come check on him. Instead of, like, this weird sort of standoffish way that everybody else has been acting now. It's sort of like how people react if you have a miscarriage versus if you get an abortion, but you wanted to keep the baby or something. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that you have no support. I don't know what to say about that. How does it make you feel? Really shitty. But had you thought about that at all? Yeah. Of course I did. You don't think that makes me feel bad? I'm sure that it does internalize a lot of things that you really shouldn't internalize, but one is not going to say what you should or shouldn't internalize. Um, that I, I probably would not internalize. So, it, it makes sense that you would have... Thought about it? No, felt bad about it. Whether or not you really sat down and talked about it, it was just sort of maybe a natural inclination to feel guilty. I think that's part of your submissive nature. Yeah. You said earlier that I, uh, I'm safe for you. Is 
Is there nothing else that makes you feel safe? Music. I get bitched about that too, so. What? I get bitched about for that too. I always have my music on. Who bitches you about it? My family. You don't live with your family anymore? I know. just have to find other safety. I should get more into my baking. You should get more into things that aren't me. Like baking. Because I... You're not a very cuddly person. No, it's not just about the cuddles. It's about the fact that I don't want to be in a relationship with whom the other person is, like, completely absorbed in me, and their entire life is me. Before I got into uh, this sort of, like, dom-subby relationship that we're in, um, I'd always said that I wanted, like, an equilateral couple where everyone would be... Um, equal on all accounts, we'd make, you know, money, we'd bring it in, we'd be some sort of great little power couple. But what I really wanted was sort of equity and happiness. And with you, I've sort of found that in the, the DS, so it's been okay for me. So but, outside the DS, it's not. Well, no. I wasn't exactly going there. I was going to say um, that within the confine, within the realm of D or the view of DS, it makes sense why you would be a little bit more like connected to me and wanting to be around me, which is why I so often just let you do it. Even though it bothers me like 50% of the time. I can tell. I can tell that that bothers you. I can tell when sometimes when I ask you things that bothers you what they mean. And I think that goes along with what you were saying earlier about how we'll be going along and things will be fine and then you won't know something. And then it's like, oh God. And, and sometimes it, it's that's not what I'm thinking right at that particular moment. I'm just like, I want silence. And I've told you that you can, like, if you have a question about something, you have Cortana on your cell phone. You can just ask her, and she'll tell you what something is. And you don't have to ask me all the time. Because what you're doing to me, or what it feels like you're doing to me, is like you're turning me into a teacher, and a nurse, and a boyfriend, and a master. And I'm just like, I don't, I I need some time where I'm not taking care of you. Okay. I get that. Because I need to take care of myself. You do. It's fun and considerate of me. 
You will get what you want. I appreciate that. That's why I tend to be so cuddly, is because it makes me feel safe. I've always been very, very cuddly, which is fine, but I use it as a way to feel safe or close to people. And I guess I didn't realize that it was a vice. There are good vices, too. Or vices that are not so destructive, rather. Maybe it's not a vice, per se. Maybe it's just a coping me mechanism. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get very much of that from my family, obviously. So, I guess I had to make it up for myself, and... And you will get what you want by any means necessary. I admire that about you, actually. Even though it annoys the shit out of me sometimes. I've been trying to... Steer you away from the by any means necessary part. Yeah. Because you can be rather destructive in your... Endeavors to soothe yourself. Why are you crying? The microphone can't hear you shake your head. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Your height. Yeah. You're absolutely right. That is exactly how I've lived my life for the past 21 years. <laughs> you've walked on people, you've cheated, I have lied my way into 21 years. I cheated out of high school. I told my ex that I had AIDS to get him back. I still don't understand how you thought that was going to work. I can't tell you. <laughs> I, okay. 
I recognize that you're kind of a shitty person. <laughs> like, we're both kind of shitty people. Like, don't get me wrong, I try to be a good person, but I know that I'm actively trying to curb, like, saying mean things, because it's just sort of how I've had to learn to live. Uh, with being bullied and stuff throughout school. And I, I, I as an adult, I, I feel the drive to do that less and less and less to the point where now I, I'm basically not doing that, but I still will get the desire to um, be a little cunty sometimes. Like today in the parking lot. Like today in the parking lot or in the store when that lady was giving us side eye. I'm not sure if it was gay side eye or interracial side eye, but either way, that bitch can just go kick rock somewhere. Maybe it was because I was wearing a bear hat. Who knows? Whatever. She's a terrible person and I hate her. What's going on? Just figuring stuff out in my head. Why don't you say it out loud? I think that's why I'm suppressing my memories. What? Because you want to be happy by any means necessary, no. so you don't want to go back? No. Not even that. It's, I don't want that anymore. Don't want what anymore? Do I have to do that? Do what? Get by in a dishonest way. Just float through life with no direction, no cares. But you don't really have any direction or cares right now. You're not really making it better, if that's really what you're concerned about. At least from my perspective. Before, you were getting some direction. Things were going well. And then this happened. And then this happened. Life happens. But if you were trying to get to the place that you were before you lost your memory, why are you suppressing the memories? Did you not know that you were doing good? Did you think that you were so terrible because that's what people told you? I don't know. I just know I'm suppressing them somehow. And I don't want to regain them. Maybe that's how you're suppressing them, by not actually wanting to regain them. I don't want to regain them. You don't have to regain I'm them. Different. I've told you that before. I am different, and I want to be different. I am different. I'm a new person. You've always wanted to be different or special. Well, now I am. Mm. Not special. You're special. I mean, you I'm were in special, special classes when you were in school, sweetie. Oh, I, I told you we're special people. We're both special people. In terms of, like, emotional... I don't want to be special, but I feel like I'm better than what I was. I'm relearning. I have to relearn a lot of things. That's true. But You're very judgmental. Of everything and everyone, including yourself, maybe the most. 
I have never, in, in the entire time since your, since your seizure, I've never actually heard you talk about yourself before the seizure in a positive way. Everything, and I'm saying everything on purpose here, literally everything that has come out of your mouth, as far as I can recall, has been, I was so shitty back then, I was terrible, I destroyed, I was blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, cool it with the pity party, bro. Like, you were kind of a little shit, yes, but you weren't, like, burning down buildings. You weren't going out, like, uh, Drake and Holden pushing over porta-potties because they're white, stupid boys in fancy cars and thinks they can. You were, you know... But the thing is, those are the things I remember. Of course you do, because you're a depressive person. We remember the shittiest things. And if you recall, I told you that you're getting depressed. I'm not but stupid. The, I noticed that. But the thing that. is, I did not call you stupid. No, no, no. I'm not. I didn't say you were. Like, the I'm thing, not stupid. I know you're getting depressed. And part thing, of being depressed is that you mainly start to remember just the sad shit. I understand that, but... Do you need a tissue? Because what you're doing right now is so gross. I don't have anything. There is toilet paper right there. What are you doing with your life? I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to go grab you some. Keep talking. I mean, yeah, I am getting depressed, but... I think you just... I think you're believing uh, what you used to do before. Believing the depression. Like, you said you were depressed before, but you don't really know what depression is. Not yet. Not until you cannot get out of bed. And your mind won't shut up. And you can't sleep. And you don't want to eat, and you don't want to move, and you don't want to take care of yourself. And every thought is terrible. Every single thought. But the thing is, yes, I remember these bad things, but at least I'm trying to use them to be better. You're using them to shame yourself into being better, so you're basically being, like, your internal mother. But I'm not shaming myself. You sort of are. By saying you're shitty. Like... Because you can speak of yourself in the past as positively. You made a lot of progress together. Like we did. I know. But you just don't think of yourself positively in that way. And that's a problem. I I never saw it as a positive thing. I know you did. I never saw DS as a positive thing, but now I do. I was talking about yourself in the past. Period. I know. Not just DS. Using it as an example. So you've curled into a ball. Why? I was just moving my body position. Yeah, but you curled into a ball. Out of all the body positions you could have chosen, you chose fetal. Okay. Do you know what that is? No, tell me Mr. Psychology. Wow, you're being Mr. Cunty today. 
You must be feeling really vulnerable. That's when. That's why you're biting me. I'm not biting you. You did just bite me. You sniffed at me. That was very snotty. Like you're not snotty sometimes. I am snotty sometimes. But you don't admit you're snotty. I am snotty. Most often, though, you'll say that you did it because I did something, but in reality, you did it because you wanted to. Exactly. I do not like how cold you're being right now. I feel like we've taken the time to have this discussion and you're wasting that time or not being considerate of the fact that we could be napping or fucking or something. But you're just sort of like shutting down. Yeah. Because like I could have had a V8 in all this dead air and got my daily source of vitamins and shit. (laughs) I'm sorry, you have no idea what that's wrong. No idea. Okay. You know Waiting to Excel? You remember that reference, or did I explain it to you? I don't... I don't know. You don't know Waiting to Excel? Oh my god, girl, we gotta listen! If there's anything positive about DS from my perspective, one of those things is that I often feel less concerned about how you'll react to me telling you my honest feelings. Mm. And in fact, because I am your dominant, I expect that you will react in the way that I want you to react, to adjust. Unlike I did today at the grocery store. Yes. I know I'm getting depressed. I admit that. I have admitted that. I'm trying to just not let it happen, though. You have no control. I don't want it to happen. I don't care. It doesn't care. No one gives a shit. It's gonna happen. You are weak and powerless against depression. It will happen when it wants to fucking happen. You will die when you're gonna die. Your hair will fly in the way it wants to fly whenever way you want to wake up that pimple's gonna show up no matter what stop trying to fight the inevitable you keep you keep trying to control things that you cannot control like I'm a control freak but I'm more at peace with the world than you are as a submissive and part of that is because you're not really being that truly submissive you're doing what I ask you because it sort of like gives you a distraction and you find pride in being able to make me happy but you're not really at peace you have not been at peace since you've been back or since the seizure rather not at all okay 
and that's I, what bugs you. It, it's part, yeah. That is that is when we started this conversation. What I said to you was that now, like you, you're being clingy. What I, the, I guess, the feeling below that is that I don't like that you're not at peace. You're always needing something. You can't get by a moment without something to satiate you. You're like a fucking like heroin addict. I want peace. You don't have it. I had it before. But you know what? Don't compare shit to before. You can't get it back. Quit comparing it to before. I wasn't trying to compare it. I was just saying that I did actually. But you keep people keep saying, before this happened, you were like this. Before this happened, just stop. I am not that. But you kind of are. Especially to us, when you do the same things and conversations and discussions and. When you freak out like you're freaking out right now. and But I'm not freaking out. It, it looks to me externally like you're freaking out. Like I'm looking at you. Your eyes are darting back and forth. Your breathing is tempered. Like your lip is quivering. You're like, you look like you're about to cry. You look like you're about to burst into tears. So whether or not you admit that you're freaking out or well, not. Well, yeah, what I you see just called me a fucking free. heroin addict. No, I said you'd be behaving like a heroin addict. Exactly. And you are. You admitted that. It's a fucking vice for you to just need cuddles or need time. So don't tell me that I'm telling you something you didn't already know. I'm just putting it in terms for myself. And the terms that I'm going to give you from from my head are going to be a little bit more harsh. Honestly. Because you... Because you don't... Because what? Do all the emotional shit. No, like because I, I try to be a bit more honest about what it connects to. The point is, you'll get what you want. I mean, but are you getting what you want? Yeah. As long as you're happy. I don't really like the way that sounds. As long as you're happy, and I'm happy as an independent. What? As long as I can serve you as your sub. Okay. And I'll just make myself happy as my own individual and it will be fine. I will make it work for you. I'll make it work for me. When we've talked previous, not like before the seizure, but like in the past few weeks or so we get to this this particular point in the discussion where I feel like you become sort of like defeatist you go belly up you just sort of but I'm not I'm just telling you what my head is thinking and I'm telling you what my head is thinking in reaction to that you know what I mean like I'm not it feels like you're giving up but I'm not. I just sat here and told you 
like I sat here and thought of ways that like I will do better for myself. But you didn't actually give me any specific ways you'd be better for yourself. Do I have to? As your dom, I would like to know when... for certain that you are um, comprehending the things that you need to do to move forward and so that I can be monitoring, monitoring you as well to make sure that you are doing those things. As your boyfriend, it would comfort me to know the same thing. So yeah, I would like you to at least. I will start doing my own thing. I will not use you as a vice. I will use you as a partner and a mister like I should. I have been overly attached to you because you were the first person I saw. And I'm sorry for that. I'm not trying to be a cunt. I have to grow up. I'm sorry for not doing that already. I'm sorry for letting Bubby take over completely. I'm sorry for not giving you peace. This is your house. It's our house. We signed the lease together. You've said before it's your sanctuary and you wanted it back, and so now you will get it back as you wish. It is my sanctuary, that is true. You got what you want, I got what I need. But what do you want? It doesn't matter what I want. It does matter what you want to me, it does. to do good. In what way? To you, to myself, to other people. I want to do good in my career. Good in my friendships. Good in my relationships. What do you do? For a long time, instead? I listen, I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. And that's not really what I want. I want do good. I want to be kind. I just want to live not not weigh myself down like I've been doing and I've been doing it in a positive not positive way being Bubby but I've been too Bubby I've been too much like a child and you've been too much like a parent and that's not fair to you I'm not being dour I'm just I'm thinking you know for once I don't think you're being dour I'm you seem more like me I am processing in my brain I'm not trying to like I'm very monotone whatever but like I'm just like speaking out loud and so just thinking in my head because this is all the kind of shit that I actually do think but I mean that's what I want that's the only thing I want 
think my wants really matter. It's about what you want, what I need. And I think that's where it ends. I think... I don't... I think that your wants matter a lot. And I'm glad that you do as my partner, but they don't. And I, I appreciate that, but they don't really... They don't matter to me. That's not to say I don't have goals. That's not to say I don't have, you know, dreams of doing things and things that I want to get done with my life. You know, it's not saying but, that, but I, I'm your submissive. I'm here to serve you. I am your partner. I'm here to be your partner and your companion and your lover and your friend and whatever. And I've been more of like your child and that's not fair to you. And I... I've already apologized for that. Vengeance here. I'm sorry for behaving like a child. It's been a very childlike experience. It has. I'm sure. And it can make you kind of stuck in that land. Because it's peaceful. It can be peaceful, yeah. That's why you... That's why we started... That's why we created the alter ego of Bubby. I know. I wish for you to find peace in him. But... You can't find peace all the time. I know. And really, I don't think you're finding peace. I think you're finding... Complacency. Blankness. You're blacking out. The same way you black out with alcohol or smoke yourself into a stupor or fuck yourself into a stupor or cut yourself into a stupor. You were just I know. I'm trying not to feel. Running away from but the But that's not what I'm doing with this Bubby thing, though. I'm not running away from feelings. I'm... And, and I was saying we created I'm, him to get rid of that. Yes. Like, I'm not... Like, being Bubby, like, being super Bubby like I've been, like, isn't me running away from my feelings. It's just like, oh, this is super, super comfortable. This is very nice. You know, I'm free to imagine. and I'm free to... I don't have that religious shit in my head. I don't have, like... Shit, hold, my own mind holding me back anymore. But I allow it to. And I don't want to do that anymore. I'm not a child. I'm not a girl. Not yet a woman. And I honestly think we have talked this topic to death. Yeah. And I have to pee. So. There we go. Ow. Nope. Yeah. Do you know what time it is? Go to work. 